We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today is Tuesday, February the 8th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. And on today's show, I break down tonight's game as South kind of returns to action, looking to snap their ugly two-game losing streak as they host the fifth-ranked Kentucky Wildcats at Colonial Life Arena. Guys, I'll break down the game in its entirety. First things first, we'll talk about the Cats. Also, top storylines, UK players to watch for, keys the game, and I will lock in my prediction as well. Also, guys, as we now sit just 10 days away from opening day, we continue along with the Position at preview series for Gamecocks baseball guys on today's show. We're breaking down the Gamecocks outfielders heading into opening day, guys. We'll talk key losses, key returners, most to prove, best overall. Season will be successful if, and I'll give my overall grade as well. Guys, got a packed show for you here in this Tuesday. And of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, for all your moving needs in the 2022 calendar year, be sure to check out our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group. Or of course, if you have any other questions, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. Boys and girls, happy Tuesday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up show. As always, I hope this show does find you well, no matter where you are, what you're doing. Hope you're having a fantastic day. And we have got a packed show for you here on this Tuesday. Of course, it is game day. We're talking court cocks. Also, of course, guys, South Carolina baseball as we creep closer and closer and closer to opening day, but again, guys, hope you're all doing well. Hope you're staying warm, by the way. I tell you what, that Monday weather was nasty, cold, wet. No, thank you. I'm dreaming of much warmer summer days at Founders Park, much warmer summer days in Columbia, South Carolina. But either way, guys, I'm going to appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you so much 
For the continued love and support, guys, I want to say this too. Thank you so much for the love on the merchandise side of the business. We had a huge weekend and Monday as well in regards to merch. So again, if you are interested, we got a lot of momentum right now. TSUS.store. That is TSUS.store for all your merchandise needs, guys. Also, I will say I urge you, if you're planning on getting merchandise for the start of baseball season, for the Clemson series specifically, guys, you do not want to miss out. You want to get your Clemson Sucks merch. And again, with just 10 days until opening day, which means that Clemson series is only, what, a month away to the date, I think, 31 days or so. You want to make sure you have your merch. So again, be sure to order that. Uh, be sure to order that merchandise, the Clemson Sucks merchandise, the Yardcocks, baseball, Gilly Gilly, Burgie Barrels, Heckle juice, all that good stuff over at TSUS.store. Make sure you get yours today. All right, guys, without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into it. We're going to start, of course, on the hardwood because it's game day as Gamecocks basketball returns to action against the Kentucky Wildcats at Colonial Life Arena. Seven o'clock tip off on ESPN. So the second consecutive game that will be streamed or will be broadcast, excuse me, to a national TV audience guys you look at the history Kentucky leads this series 53 to 13 and of course the last meeting March of 2021 Kentucky won the game by a final score of 92 to 64 guys you might recall last season this was a game that due to COVID we thought was going to get canceled and I remember when it got rescheduled and uh, listen I'm not someone I don't believe in backing away from a challenge or waving the white flag but Last season was last season, right, with COVID and just the curveballs that were thrown with that. I remember when they rescheduled this game, and I thought to myself, dude, let's just let it die. Let's just let it in. But either way, you did play it at Kentucky, at Lexington, and you lost the game 92-64. to Kentucky, again, ranked fifth in the country in the latest AP poll. They are 19-4 and overall in the season, 8-2 and in conference play. Their head coach, is John Calipari. Uh, as a team, Kentucky guys, again, a really solid squad. John Calipari's got a team that's looking to win it all yet again. 81.2 points per game they average, holding their opponents to just 64 points per game. So again, guys, obviously last year was a weird year. There were some traditional powers that had rough seasons. Of course, South Carolina had a rough season, if you will. But uh, Kentucky looks to be back to form. And, of course, they, they, they've put together fantastic seasons and a lot of great tradition, a lot of great history, a lot of great teams under John Calipari. And again, it certainly looks like that is the case yet again, sitting at 19-4 and four and 8-2 and two in the SEC. Guys, you look at top storylines. Let's jump to there. You look at a disturbing trend of late. For South Carolina basketball. And again, we talked about the ugly losing streak, if you will, games to Mississippi State and Tennessee that you have dropped. But I talked about this on yesterday's show. And my first storyline, guys, is this. Is do we see the Gamecocks pull the massive upset? Do we see South Carolina snap out of it and play their best basketball? Or is there another double-digit loss on the horizon? Because obviously, guys, I'm recording this before the Vegas line is dropped. I would be utterly shocked if South Con is not at least double-digit underdogs in this game tonight. And when you look at South Carolina's trend this year, the disturbing trend, as I told you guys yesterday, the Gamecocks have lost six SEC games. Five of those six have come by double digits. Again, you are staring down the barrel of potentially another Double-digit loss. Do you buck that trend? Do you play a close game? Do you play a tight competitive game against a Kentucky team that you've had some success against recently? And I'll get into that more in just a second. 
but are you able to sort of find yourself and find a spark on your home floor or will it be more of the same tonight at the CLA? Another big storyline for me guys is this uh, Jermaine Kustard and Keyshawn Bryant, for whatever reason, did not play a ton in the last game against Tennessee guys. I, I think it goes without saying that the best version of this team comes with those two guys on the floor. And it seems as if when Jermaine Kusnard, especially when he has a good game, we tend to have a good game as a team. So will their roles be increased in this one? I, I don't really know what Frank Martin's thought process is. And I saw something on social media that I thought, you know, the, the, the person who was talking about it phrased it really well in the sense that, you know, Frank Martin, respect him for it. He's a guy, he's all about molding, you know, young boys into men and teaching hard life lessons. But when you're in the middle of an SEC season, and let's just call it what it is, you're fighting for your job. You know, maybe it's time to put that aside and just play your best players. Go play your best five and see what happens. You can go teach lessons in practice. You can mold boys to men uh, in practice. But when it comes to a game and we're trying to compete and we're trying to win, you need your best five out there. And Jermaine Kusnard and Keyshawn Bryant, they are part of your best five. So will the roles be increased? Or again, do we see more of the same we saw over the weekend and see those guys you know, play less than 20 minutes or so apiece? Another big storyline, guys, and I mentioned a little bit earlier, the very interesting home success. You know, Again, you look at the overall series. Kentucky leads this thing. 53 to 13, but you've won nine of those 13 games at Colonial Life Arena. And get this, the last two meetings at Colonial Life Arena, you have beaten the Kentucky Wildcats. So for whatever reason, and I talked about this before, for whatever reason, South Carolina seems to play Kentucky really, really tough on the home floor. I don't know why, and the Gamecocks have been big-time underdogs in some of these games. I mean, who can forget Jermaine Kuznard's buzzer beater. Who can forget, forget Chris Silva's big night in 2018? Who can forget Devin Downey's buzzer beater to win it? His huge night against them, excuse me. Who can forget some of these memorable moments against Kentucky? So, does the home game at CLA, again, of course, your, your back's against the wall. We all understand the situation. Does that provide a spark to this team? and Maybe give this team a level of confidence it would not have if it was having to go on the road or again, does Kentucky squash that and, you know, just simply win a game because they know they are the better team. I, I just wonder, is there some magic left in the CLA against the cats where again, the Gamecocks can find themselves late in this ball game, uh, making it a close competitive game. And my final storyline guys is this Frank Martin. We have to talk about Frank Martin. And I really feel like, this game sort of serves, and again, we got a lot of basketball to play, right? We still got eight games to go, including this one. This game, in my opinion, though, guys, you're going to play some other ranked teams, don't get me wrong, but this game sort of serves as Frank Martin's last hurrah, right? You got a top five team come to the CLA. You're on national TV yet again. So a huge opportunity for your basketball team and your program. And again, this just feels like one where it's like with every loss, the nail gets driven farther and farther and farther into the coffin, right? And, and this just feels like one of me, guys, you know, if you lose by double digits, if you get blown out, you're, you're losing more and more and more of the fan base as you go. And if you lose this one by double digits and you just continue to look ugly, continue to look bad and, and, and it lose the way you have, 
you know, you, you sort of need, I mean, Frank Martin needs a win in a game like this to really salvage this fan base and salvage his job at the University of South Carolina, in my opinion. So, is this sort of his last hurrah? Is this sort of his last chance to get a quote-unquote signature win for this season? Because, again, there, there's not a game left on the schedule that if you win it will move the needle as much as this one would. So, Frank Martin searching for that, again, signature win, that win that'll sort of keep him around and, and make fans believe yet again that he is the best option in regards to the future of South Carolina basketball. Can he get it? Will he get it? Can he get it? Is this his last raw? I tend to think so. And we'll have to see what happens tonight at the CLA. Guys, let's move to Kentucky players watch for, and they've got some damn good ones. And, of course, when you talk Kentucky basketball this season, you've got to start with Oscar Sheway, one of the best in all of college basketball, arguably the best big man in college basketball. Guys, get these numbers. He averages 15.8 points per game. Cool. He also averages 15.2 Rebounds per game. Going to be a huge challenge for the Gamecocks big men down low. You also look at Ty Ty Washington Jr. As Dick Vitale would say, a diaper dandy on the Kentucky side. 12.9 points per game, 3.7 rebounds per game. A fantastic freshman for Calipari squad. And then, of course, finally, Kellen Grady, the guard. 12 points per game, two rebounds per game, but a 45% three-point shooter. This dude is lethal from outside guys you look at the keys of the game what must south gonna do to even have a chance in this ball game well, i just talked about him first things first you're not gonna stop him i, I don't think the gamecocks have the personnel to do so but you got to contain Sheboy in some way y you have to you have to because you're not going to win this game or even compete in this game getting bullied down low every single possession you're not going to even compete in this game if you can't at least go toe-to-toe -to -toe with this guy and make him earn it so again first one is this contain Sheboy. My second key to the game, guys, when you're trying to pull off a big-time upset in a game that you're probably going to be a double-digit underdog, you got to take some risks. You got to roll the dice, right? Force the issue defensively. I mean, do whatever you got to do, guys. We've seen after the game Saturday, I said it, the only way the Gamecocks are going to win games is to make things sloppy, to make things messy, to muck up the game. That's certainly going to be the case in this one. So, again, my second key, force the issue defensively. Make Kentucky, make plays, make decisions. Force the issue. Roll the dice. You have nothing to lose. And my final key to the game is this, guys, and it's very simple. When you got open shots, you got to hit them. You got to hit them. Listen, shooters shoot, but shooters have to make shots. Shooters have to make shots, bottom line. And when you're taking on a Kentucky team, hey, you can't afford to miss open shots. You get a good opportunity, you get a good look, you got to make it. You got to hit it. Build momentum right? Take advantage because you're probably not going to get a ton of them. So again, my three keys to the game, contain Shibway, force the issue defensively, and hit open shots, which leads me into my prediction. How will the Gamecocks fare? Will they make it three straight wins at the CLA over Kentucky? Again, guys, like I mentioned earlier, th this one really feels like, and again, I know there's a lot of season left, and I do not expect, by the way, no matter what happens, any sort of changes to happen midseason. It's just not something you see in regards to the game of basketball. I don't think it's something where you, you get a leg up or you feel like you've got an advantage letting, letting an interim coach the rest of the way out. However, with that being said, it's going to take a win in a game like this to – sway people at least even just somewhat 
back to Frank Martin's side and belief that he is the best option in regards to the future at the University of South Carolina and for its basketball program. Okay. And we have seen the Gamecocks inexplicably take Kentucky down to the wire and even beat them. Again, look at just the last two matchups when these teams played at Colonial Life Arena. I don't know what it is. There's just something weird about when these two teams play in that building. And I said after the game on Saturday, and I'll say it yet again, would it shock me to see the Gamecocks get a win over Kentucky? You know, it, it feels like that would be something that's just such a, so typical of a Frank Martin coach team. So on one hand, I would not be totally shocked. And I think the Gamecocks at home, again, backs against the wall, of course. I do want to believe at least just like you saw in the Tennessee game, this team will come out in the first half at minimum and play its guts out. No doubt. They're going to continue to fight for Frank Martin. They're going to do everything they can to get this W. With that being said, guys, like I said, I I feel like it's Frank Martin's last hurrah. I I think this is the one that, again, with every loss, that nail just drives in deeper in the coffin. It becomes more and more and more clear to people what has to happen at the end of the season. and even with all the magic that you've been able to find against UK these last couple of years at CLA, there, there's just nothing. There's nothing about this game, this matchup, this team, and this head coach that tells me that that is even remotely within the realm of possibility in this one. Again, will it happen? Could it happen? Maybe so. South Carolina has proven before as big-time underdogs, Kentucky, you know, top-ranked Kentucky teams coming in. And, of course, guys, it's college basketball, right? Anything can happen. But I can't pick it in good conscience. And, again, guys, while the trend is South Carolina has success against UK at the CLA, there is a more disturbing trend taking place right now, and that is South Carolina losing SEC games by double digits. There's nothing that tells us USC isn't headed down that path yet again. There's nothing that tells us Carolina isn't staring down the barrel of another ugly double-digit loss. Bottom line is this. Kentucky top to bottom is better than you. They are playing for something, right? They've got dreams and aspirations of winning a national championship. Meanwhile, Where is this team mentally? I I don't know. Again, I think this team, and I know this team will fight. I know this team will fight, but you're outmanned, guys. You're you're just totally outmanned. And you heard Frank Martin after the game on Saturday talking about guys aren't listening to me and, like, I don't know how to get through to them. That's not a good sign. And it sounds like to me things are slowly but surely slipping out of control. Slipping out of control. And with each loss, unfortunately, I feel like it's only going to get worse and worse, and worse. So with that being said, I think there will be a solid crowd. I think there probably will be, unfortunately, a lot of Kentucky blue tonight at CLA. Uh, But I think Gamecock fans, we're going to show up and show out and do our thing. Yours truly will be in the building, right? Never know. Weird things have happened between South Carolina and Kentucky. But it won't be this year. That will not be the case this year. Kentucky is is far superior to you. you're outmanned at every single position. Shibway is going to absolutely devour South Carolina in the paint. The Gamecocks will have no answer. I don't care if it's Levesque. I don't care if it's Woodley. I don't care if it's Gray. 
I don't care if it's my not. The Gamecocks simply do not have an answer for what Sheboy is going to do to them down low. Um, and then you saw the the defense or lack thereof on the outside against Tennessee. Kentucky top to bottom is better than you. They will show that. They will beat you soundly. So lock me in. Give me the Cats 84, South Carolina 63. Uh, again, guys, I mean, it hurts me and it pains me to pick a 21-point loss. But I picked a 16-point loss against Tennessee, and you lost by 24. You could lose this game by more than 21. You could lose it by more than 24. Hey, you never know. South kind of could muddy this thing up. They could muck it up. They could make it sloppy. And all of a sudden, you look up with five minutes to go, and it's a close competitive game. However, I'm not banking on that. I can't predict that in good conscience. This team, guys, has shown us who they are. And when people show you their true colors, when they show you who you are, who they are, believe them. Believe them. And I'm a believer. I'm a believer that this is not a very good team and that Kentucky is going to absolutely run away with it. They're going to absolutely show you why they're one of the top teams in the country, why they're a top five team, and they will get the win tonight at Colonial Life Arena. Again, guys, give me the, give me the Wildcats taking down the Gamecocks. Final score, 84-63. to 63. UK will get the win and drop South Carolina to 4-7 and seven in SEC play. So, again, guys, lock me in. UK 84, USC 63. Want to hear from you in the comments. How do you think the game will go tonight, and what's your prediction for the game? In Columbia. All right, guys. Hey, we're talking baseball. Before we do, though, I want to remind you real quick and tell you about our friends, our new sponsor over at Home Field. Guys, Home Field, they are premium collegiate apparel brand out of Indianapolis. Incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs. Guys, Home Field is kicking off their big new Saturday season three, where they launch a new school on their site every Saturday for eight weeks straight. South Carolina is week three, as you've probably seen the collection launched on Saturday. February the 5th, in case you didn't know, Homefield digs through the archives and history of your school to find unique logos, mascots, and moments to make thoughtful designs for your school. Again, guys, the Gamecocks collection launched on Saturday, February the 5th. The collection has 13 pieces of apparel, including T-shirts, hoodies, crewnecks, and they're all vintage marks. Guys, I got mine. I tell you what, I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed with what Homefield had to offer from the comfort the quality, the logos themselves, and the designs, absolutely incredible. It is a must-have for any Gamecock fan. And guys, hey, it's going to hit your wallet, right? Well, that's why we're here, the bang for your buck. We're going to save your wallet a bit. New customers can get 15% off their purchase from Homefield using the promo code SPURSUP at checkout at homefieldapparel.com. So again, guys, when you get your merchandise for your first purchase, 15% off when you use our promo code SPURSUP at checkout at homefieldapparel.com. And again, guys, we appreciate the fine folks over at Home Field Apparel for partnering with the Spurs Up Show. All right, guys, hey, 10 days until opening day. We're continuing along with the position unit preview series of Gamecocks Baseball today, guys. We're talking South Carolina outfielders as a whole. So again, this will include left, center, and right, the entire outfield, if you will. Let's go ahead and dive into it again. When you look at key losses for this group, guys, of course, the one that jumps out to you and certainly a key piece the Gamecocks will have to replace is the production of Brady Allen, who was fantastic for you a season ago. You look at his production, 276, 13 home runs, was second on the team in homers. 
13 homers, 42 RBI, uh, had 34 walks as well, was 12 for 12 in stolen bases, and was fantastic in the field for you out in center. So you got to replace him. You also lose Noah Myers, Brandon Fields. But again, Brady Allen is the big one that you've got to replace. But the good news is this, guys, when you look at returners, you've got a lot of dudes coming back that were big pieces for you last year. Josiah Seitler, who spent most of the year in left field. Andrew Eister, who spent the year in right field. Hey, Braylon Wimmer can play the outfield. I know we already talked about him at second base, but Wimmer can play outfield. Brant Belk, I've seen him out at center in the scrimmages. And of course, he played outfield last year for Missouri. So again, you do have some very versatile pieces and guys that can go out there. And again, of course, it's going to be manned by your cornerstone guys, Josiah Seitler, and of course, Andrew Eister, the big one there as well. Now, when you talk most approved, best overall, we'll start with most approved. And a dude that I have been... Very impressed with it. It's not often you see true freshmen in your starting lineup, right? We've already talked about shortstop and what Michael Braswell is going to do. And I think it's a safe bet that you're going to have that true freshman, certainly in your lineup. And I'm not saying, I don't know that this guy is going to be a starter for you necessarily. Of course, guys, next Monday, I will drop my official projected lineup for Gamecocks baseball. But the most approved to me is a guy that I think has tons of upside and, and someone that can make an immediate impact for South Carolina baseball. And that is Thad Ector, the freshman. Again, guys, this is one of the biggest pieces of your recruiting class, if you did not know. Again, somebody that you look at all the services uh, all across, everybody was really, really high on. Uh, again, the youngster out of Tyrone, Georgia, Stars Mill High School, six foot two, 195. Guys, a switch hitting outfielder. And you take a look at his game, guys. And I'll tell you what, he sort of reminds me of Braswell. In the sense of just a dude who looks like an SEC ball player. Again, extremely athletic, can hit from both sides. The approach is really, really good. Again, I think the hitting might have a little longer ways to go or come along than Braswell's does. But again, someone that I think certainly, hey, could crack the starting lineup on opening day. I, I really believe so. And Mark, Mark Kingston talked a lot about the lineup and different pieces. And, you, you, you know, he said you got some guys that are in there for defense, some in there for offense. You know, I think when it comes to, we've talked a lot about the lineup, how it'll be different in regards to athleticism. This is certainly a dude that can provide you with that elite athleticism. But again, as a true freshman, is he ready to, on a consistent basis, even if he's not starting, is he ready to come off the bench? Is he ready to be a role player, a fourth outfielder? Is he ready to make the jump from high school to SEC baseball? So again, Thad Ector, I think a guy with a ton of upside, one of the gems of your recruiting class that came in, but again, he's got a lot to prove as a youngster, a lot to prove as a freshman, but I think someone who could certainly help you out this season. Guys, you look at the best overall. It's no secret here and a guy that does not get nearly the amount of love, nearly the amount of credit he deserves, and someone that I've talked about a lot as a glue guy. I think if South Carolina baseball is going to have a good season, this guy's got to have a good season, and that is Andrew Eister. Hit 279 for you last year, which led the team 11 home runs, 42 RBI. And again, guys, this dude's a Wiley veteran. We sort of know at this point what he's going to give you. Uh, but again, nobody loves Hoppo more than Andrew Eister. I say that all the time. Ice Ice Baby, of course, he's a legend already forever for what he did against Clemson a season ago. Um, but someone that a really professional hitter, uh, solid in the field. You know, again, just baseball IQ is extremely high. And again, a guy you lean on to be a leader in the clubhouse and a leader of your ball club. And again, I'm really excited. I think Andrew Eister, you know, leading your team. People forget, by the way, guys, last year, when you look at conference play, because again, you hit 279, 11 homers, 42 rubies, that's great. But look at what he did in SEC play. Led the Gamecocks in hitting in SEC play, hit 303 
with eight home runs and 26 RBIs. Again, I, I don't know why this dude's not talked about more. I mean, that, that, is, that is doing work. We're talking about the best pitchers, the highest level of baseball. And this dude hit 303, no big deal, with eight bombs and 26 ribbies. So I think Andrew Eister is poised with a lineup around him. I think some retooled pieces that are going to help him out even. I think he's poised to even best those numbers from a season ago. And I think Andrew Eister is probably one of the most underrated players in the SEC. Again, a true leader of this ball club, a leader in the clubhouse. And again, guys, like I said, I look at him as a glue guy. And I mean by that is that if South Carolina is going to have a good year, I really think Andrew Eister is one of those dudes, one of your key core guys, one of your leaders that needs to have a good year to push this team over the edge and to help it reach its goals for this season. And guys, that brings me into the season will be successful if what will spell a successful season for Gamecocks baseball. And I just talked about him. It's very simple. It's very simple. I, I think you've got depth in the outfield. I think you've got enough sticks. I think you're more athletic. But Andrew Eister, to me, is the key. As long as he can continue to be a leader on and off the field, he's a guy that he talked about a couple of days ago. He leads by example more than anything, the way that he plays, his productivity. As long as he continues to do that, as long as he continues to be Andrew Eister, I think it'll be a successful year for the outfitters. I, I think Josiah Seitler is going to be improved. I think that, you know, whether it is Wimmer, Belk, Thaddeck, or whatever, I think you've got enough guys, you've got enough plenty of quality options, right, to make an impact in the outfield at that position. But Andrew Eister, being the glue guy, being the leader, the leader of the clubhouse, being a leader by example in what he does at the plate, if he can do that, it's going to be a very, very successful year for the outfielders. And guys, that brings me into, finally, my overall grade for the Gamecocks outfielders taking this 2022 baseball season. And again, I feel really good about this group. Again, I, I think Andrew Eister is one of the most underrated players in the SEC. I think Josiah Seitler showed you last year. He's ready to be a big-time contributor, big-time guy, and he was certainly a year ago. Uh, Braylon Wimmer, we've talked a lot about him already. Brant Belt, we've talked a lot about. Thad Ector, again, I think has tons of upside. Um, and there's other guys that can help you as well. So again, guys, when I look at this group, I'm giving them an A-. minus. I mean, I, I really do feel good about the outfielders. Again, led by Andrew Eister. I think he's poised to have a massive, massive year. And again, I think what's going to help him out and Josiah Seitler out a lot is the additions of guys like Brant Belk, Kevin Madden, dudes who are going to sort of protect them in the lineup. So again, A- minus for the outfielders, guys. I feel really good about this group and think they're going to have a very, very big year for the Gamecocks, not just at the plate, but in the field as well. I think you are going to be more athletic in the outfield. So again, good luck for any baseballs trying to get down in our outfield. But uh, very excited for what this group brings to the Yardcocks this season. So again, guys, hey, that's going to do it all for me. Again, I would love to hear from you all in the comments, your thoughts on the outfielders, your most approved, best overall, season will be successful. What do you think about my overall grade? How would you grade the Salcon outfielders as well? Again, guys, would love to hear your thoughts. And also, again, like I mentioned earlier, of course, your thoughts on the game tonight as the Gamecocks take on the Kentucky Wildcats at Colonial Life Arena. What are your predictions? What are your thoughts? Let's hear it in the comments down below. Guys, that's going to do all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Hope you have a fantastic rest of your Tuesday. Go Cox, beat Kentucky, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.